Australia and England under the pump in unfamiliar conditions. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 182. I'm Ed Hawkins. We're across all three formats again this week in Indoor, Mirpur and Ralpindi. Some cracking games to cover. Some new features here on the cob as well, but same old Sam Collins. You bet, Hawkins. A steady hand on the tiller, but we do continue to evolve as ever. Uh, more picks than ever before on Cricket Only Better as well, as we sneakily crank up the pressure on this man. Betting.betfairs, Paul Krishnamurti. Hello, Paul. Hi, Sam. Hello, hello. And Richard Mann of SportingLife.com. I'm hoping you are also up for the challenge. Hello, Richard. I am indeed. Hi, Sam. Keep the listeners from this goodness no longer, Hawkins. Explain away, please. Yeah, and you look best bets section because we want your best bets. Listeners to go up against Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti, please, in our best value section from now on. Get in touch at Cricket Betting, and we've got a cracker in this episode for you. Lovely stuff. And two whopping games to cover as well as our feature matches. India versus Australia in the third test. We look at Bangladesh versus England one day series starting in Mirpur. And we've also got PSL updates, listener updates, treble claxon, and of course, those best bets. You lucky, lucky folks. Let's go. We start, as ever, with an outright. The PSL is shaping up like this on the Betfair Sportsbook. 15 to 8, the Moulton Sultans. Uh, 23 to 10, the Lahore Quilanders. Threes, Islamabad United. Seven, the Karachi Kings. Tens, Peshwa Zami. And twenties, the Keta Gladiators. Listener questions on general topics to come. But Edward Hawkins has spotted something sneaky in the PSL. Well, we've got a new venue to tackle in this what would be final third, I suppose, of your PSL. Raul Pindi, 16 of your last 33 over 170 in your first inning. So not quite the road that we've seen in Karachi uh, or Lahore, Lahore early days. We do expect that Lahore pitch, by the way, to uh, get slower as the tournament goes on. That's the trend. And six out of the last 22 at Raul Pindi have been won by the chaser. There's a, is a significant toss bias at Pindi. Thanks, Hawkins. Uh, anything on the PSL, guys, quickly, before we go to listener questions? Start with you, Paul. Yeah, just building on those stats from Ed, um, we've now had um, 16 out of 21 games at Lahore go with the def- defender as well. So the uh, conventional wizard's been turned, it had, turns its head at those two grounds. And if the pitch is getting slower, I think that trend will be pretty rock solid in the latter stages. And also, just to say, we always say that the extreme uh, scores will come in, and if you keep backing them, you will make your profit for the whole tournament in those lines. And what have we seen in the last few days? 220 and 240. These were going off at crazy odds earlier in the tournament, like 25 to 100 to 1. So you would have paid for the whole lot already. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, Richard Mann. 
Yeah, I'm still not done with big runs yet. I take the point about the pitch slowing up, but I mean, I've watched all weekend at Lahore, short boundary, rock hard outfield, um, three from four innings, 200 plus. I do think it will slow down, but not yet. Um, and the, the big finishes are still on. The boundaries are just so small. Thank you very much, Richard Mann. Right, moving on. Um, the first quiz question comes from listener Laxmipath Parathi, and he asks how to manage your stakes. Paul Krishnamurti, I'm going to direct this one to you. So I would suggest learning how to grade your bets based on how much you fancy them and then sticking to that rigidly. So, for example, you might grade them from one to five, one being the lowest, five being the highest. So. I would go on profits for each bet. So if, you want, if you've got a grade one selection, you might set out to make £100. If it was a grade five selection, you'd set out to win £500. So, for example, the selection is 10 to 1. If it's a grade one bet, you'd have a tenner on it. If it was a grade five bet, you'd have £50 on it. Thanks, Paul Krishnamurti, and thanks, Laxmi, for the question. Uh, all questions to at cricket betting, please. Um, next one. Um, that sports guy 26 wonders whether England will ever lose a test again. Um, oh, ye of little memory. Um, they may have done so, they may well have done so, they have done so indeed by the time you listen to this, um, this pod. Uh, in the same area, Kevin Gillette asks for early Ashes value, England 1.98 for the series win this summer on the Betfair Exchange with Australia 2.72 and the draw at 7.6. Uh, Richard Mann, over to you on these ones. Yeah, I think England are the right favourites. I mean, we're chasing our tails a little bit because they were five to four about a week ago. Um, but look, things to look to be going in the right direction for England. I think they've they've got a really good bowling attack depth wise. Um, Anderson Robinson Broad doing the business out in New Zealand. Then you think they've got Archer and Wood that are being brought back to full fitness. So come the summer, assuming those guys are wrapped in cotton wool and stay fit. England are going to have a real battery of quicks for all conditions. Australia's attack's very good, but it is ageing. Don't forget Stark coming to Hazelwood. They haven't actually won a series in England yet. They should have done last time, but Tim Payne made a howler, didn't he, of the, the toss in the final test. So a few question marks about them, and not least David Warner. I think he's played his last test match for Australia, so they'll have a big hole to fill up there. England, on the other hand, the batting depth, it just looks superb. And at the moment, we're wondering how to get Johnny Bairstow back into that middle order. That's a really good problem to have. I think, I think things are heading in the right direction for England. I think at home they'll win. Okay, okay. And finally, um, this excellent question for Edward Hawkins from at Graham G. Stone. Um, will you preview women's cricket at any point? I like it. Increasingly liquid and markets more inefficient to bet on than the men's game. Is the women's IPL the peak of growth in the women's game? That's the question. Will it be bigger in five years' time or losing money and fold? Mm, lots of questions there. Uh, we I certainly hope to preview women's cricket at any point. I do agree that it's absolutely tremendous value to be betting on, although not on the match odds markets because the uh, the the balance of power in the teams isn't um, isn't distributed fairly. Really, you just have some absolutely dominant teams, and the rest uh, are kind of also runs. But in markets like top run scorer and individual innings runs, if you do your research and you look in. Uh, what people are averaging and and how often they're top scoring and also your top bowler as well. It gets some absolutely tremendous bets. And we did see that in the uh, Women's World Cup just gone. Will it be bigger in five years' time? Yes, it's here to stay. It's going to be absolutely massive. Women's Premier League in India, 
the hundred, if that continues, will be will be huge as well for the women's game and probably the women's big bash. Those three are going to take the women's game to a new level. Right, we're all warmed up and ready to go. Thank you very much to the listeners. India versus Australia is next. Listen out for the treble klaxon, please, and those best bets. India versus Australia. The third test starts early on Wednesday, 4 a.m. UK time from indoor, live on BT Sport. Betfair exchange prices. India are currently 1.43. Australia generous at 5.4. The draw at 8.4. Hawkins, please give us your finest lowdown. Teams, India, Rohit, Rahul or Gill. Debate about whether they drop Rahul. Pajara, Kohli, Ayer, Jadeja, Bharat. Axar, Ashwin, Shami and Siraj. Australia, no David Warner. So Kawaja opening the batting potentially with Renshaw, Labashane, Smith, Head, Hanscom, Green coming back in, Carey, Stark coming back in, although he doesn't seem to be 100% fit to me. Murphy and Lyon. 32 out of 40 Australia wickets to spin in this series so far. 31 of those to a Jajaja and Ashwin indoor. Only two tests to 2016 and 2019. 2019, Bangladesh hammered. Wasn't spin heavy. Jadeja didn't take a wicket. New Zealand hammered in 2016. It did spin. Ashwin, man of the match with 13 wickets. OK, OK. Um... I feel like I ask this question every week these days, Richard Mann, and I have to say I rather enjoy doing it. Any hope for Australia? No hope. Well, zip, as we said last week. Um, they're, just, they're just getting out, Max, again, spin out. They've just got no answers to Ashwin and Jadeja. I know he's not made runs, but Warner going, oh, I'm a senior batsman, that's a big loss. Um, Pat Cummins has gone home for, for different reasons. We, we obviously send our best wishes to him, but Mitchell Starkhead's right. He said himself he isn't 100% fit, so... This is a massive ask for Australia. And India, I, I see no reason why they'll change conditions. They'll ask for another turning pitch. I'm sure that's what they'll get. And I'm sure Ashwin and Jadeja will get to work again. It's going to be tough work for the tourists. OK, Paul Krishnamurti, how do we trade a mismatch? Well, regarding the uh, match odds, I'd say we simply place an order to back India at slightly higher. I'd say 1.75 in this case. Leave it there. Hope it gets matched early. It could very well happen with a 30, 40 opening partnership without losing a wicket for Australia. And then don't worry about that for a bit. Focus on innings runs, test matching, session runs, etc. Um, I think personally, I'm very keen here on the extremes here. That India attack, that um, Australia attack, very weak. And, you know, you could see India getting very high score at the same time. Back in Australia, unders as paid for more in the series so far, so stick with that. Paul, can I just press you just a second on that? Have you have you felt that the time to press the button on, on selling Australia runs has been when there's been a partnership and just try and time it right? Because it seems to me that as soon as one falls, the new batsmen, they really struggle starting against Ashwin and Jadeja in particular. Um, has that been something you've looked at? Absolutely. And that's the, to be honest with you, that's the exact way to play in his runs because you will always see collapses, never mind this particular situation. And the market always, I think, overreacts during the middle of a partnership. You know, if you're on a 100 partnership, the line probably moves up a 100 during the whole time, during the period of that innings. So really, I, I tend to think that's an overstatement. And if you back those unders like extreme unders lines, you lay them at, say, you know, 1.1, 1.2, you'll get lots of returns. 
Okay, let's have uh, something nuggety from you both uh, for a betting angle here. Can be anything you like. Uh, Richard Mann, you first, please. Well, I've played this fiddle a few times before on this show, but I do like a next method of dismissal um, on the in-running markets. Uh, I'm very keen in the subcontinent LBW. It's generally been starting at about 100 to 30. Um, and in the first test match at Nagpur, it shortened quickly because there was four LBs in the first innings and four bold, six LBs in the second innings. By by the later on in the second innings, it wasn't worth a bet. In the second test, uh, Delhi, it was slightly different in the first innings, more bounds. But then in the second innings, what did you have? You had five clean bowls from Jadej to the last five raw clean bowls. Um, I think bowls going off about fours. LBW starting at seven to two. I think just watch and basically play the bigger price when Jadej and Ashwin get to work, particularly if you think there's plenty of low bounds. If LBW is too short, just bet bowls because I think it'll pay through the course of the innings. They're just bowling so straight to Australia's batsmen. And Australia's batsmen accusing to sweep. They're not getting down the pitch, so they're not taking LBW out of the equation. They're staying in the crease and they're trying to sweep. So the pads or the bold is being brought into play. They're the two ways that India will attack them on a low, slow pitch. Okay, thanks very much, uh, Paul. Over to you. Yes, so so as I was saying, I'm quite confident that India will get big runs here. Both of the matches here saw a double ton from Kohli and Agarwal. So I think given the um, short odds about the bowl, two spin bowlers for man of the match, there's value amongst the batsmen bat- there. Because surely if you're getting 150 plus, you've got a massive chance of, of um, man of the match. So I would look at Kohli at 11 to 1, which always appeals at those odds. And then I'd go Shreya Sire and Shub McGill if he plays. So both of those are 14 to 1. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. Uh, to Hawkins, the players to follow, please. Uh, Shane Smith, 5-4, to four, the pair for a 51st innings. Head under 74.5 on the player performances with Betfair Sports, but that has appeal. Heads under pressure. Ashwin and Jadeja, we've mentioned consistently throughout the show, 4s and 9-2 to two respectively. For your mom, Kohli a double, as Paul mentioned, versus New Zealand on this ground. He's 5s for a ton in the first innings. Okay, thank you. Uh, Richard Mann, who do you like? I actually like Rohit Sharma. I think in the man of the match market, he might be the value against the spinners. Um, Paul made the point about probably going with the batsman on value. He's already made a century in this series already. Um, but if you look back through Rohit's recent history, think that test series he played in England a f- few summers ago, he generally gets better as series progresses. He was a top scorer when England then toured India. And again, he finished strongly in that series. So I think we might have a bit more to come from him, Rohit. Um, the other one was quite quite interesting, not players to follow, but I did wonder about no century in the match at 7-2. to two. We've only had one century in the series so far from Rowe. It's been tough work, particularly for Australia, and I wondered if that was the value as well. Okay, okay. Um, Paul Krishnamurti. I like a 7-1 to one about Shreya Zaya, top India bat. He's played eight first innings so far in tests, won it twice, twice pipped in the 80s. And and quickly, also for Australia, Cameron Green strikes me as decent at 11 to 1, given that he's right handed and fresh at least. Yeah, sorry for ducking back in there, Paul. Just a reminder I put Steve Smith up last week actually at 3 to 1 top Australia batsman. He and, and Peter Hamston, t- to me, look the best too. Hanscom's actually 8 to 1. You could argue he's valuable. I think Smith will come good this week. I think 3 to 1 is fair enough. We weren't getting that at the start of the series anyway. 
Okay, okay. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Bangladesh versus England is coming up next, and we've still got our all-new best bets section to come, but I'm now pressing this. The treble klaxon, and it's over to Edward Hawkins. Yeah, this one returns £123.75p for a tenner. We've got Smith, 5-4, to four, first innings 50. Uh, India versus Australia. Then we're going over to the PSL. Guptill under 20.5. Runs Quetta versus Lahore. That's on Thursday, 5-6. to six, Betfair Sportsbook. And Bangladesh to beat England around 2-1 to one in the first ODI. That is your treble klaxon. Bangladesh versus England. The first ODI is on Wednesday, 8.30 a.m. Live on Sky Sports, Betfair Exchange prices, Bangladesh 3.1, England 1.45. Edward Hawkins has a low down. Bangladesh expected to line up like this. Tamim, Litandas, Shakib Al-Hassan, Mamadullah, Mushfakir, Afif, Mehedi Hassan Miraz, Taskin, Eberdot and Mustafazir. England, Roy, Jax, Milan, Vince, Butler, Moeen, Sam Curran, Rahan Ahmed, Adil Rashid, Joffre Archer and Reese Topley. England to rotate probably Archer, Wood and Saqib Mahmood. Um, and maybe even Topley as well. Uh, the Murpur pitch. Last 10, four scores under 200 in first innings. Only three over 270. Slight all-time toss bias. Batting first under lights uh, for your winner at 53%. England have lost seven of their last 11 in the ODIs. They've also lost three of their last four series. And the odd one out was a draw. They're in dreadful form. Bangladesh beat a strong India team 2-1 in December. Okay, uh, easy peasy, Richard Man. But Bangladesh throughout this series? Yes, easy peasy. If you're getting 2-1, to one, I think you have to back the horse. I think conditions play such a big part in cricket betting. And just think back to 2021 when Australia did a white ball tour of Bangladesh. Their pitches were shocking. Real rank turners produced. And Australia really struggled. And they, they were a good side then. They went on and won the T20 World Cup later that year. Um, but conditions found them out. And I think England are going to struggle in these conditions. I'm not saying they won't win the series, but I think the hosts are the value. Okay. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti, do you agree or disagree? Yeah, I, I, I reluctantly agree. It does see, but two to one about Bangladesh to, feel, to beat England, given that England's beaten them nine times out of ten in ODIs, does seem short. But I did this last year when they were playing Australia, and they proved me completely wrong. These, they are clearly a decent home side, and this is definitely the best format. So, yeah, if you can get two to one or bigger, why not? Okay, thanks very much. Uh, Richard Mann, is it still a universal truth that England struggle against spin in white ball cricket? No, I would say they've probably moved away from that a little bit, but I just tend to look at individuals more, and I think there's a few in here that definitely have doubts against Spinner. I'm a massive Darren Milan fan, but he's never really cracked it in this part of the world. I think he's got questions to answer here. Jason Roy's got questions to answer. Never felt he was a natural against Spin either. Um, Phil Salt, another one if he makes a start in 11. So there's a few in there, but you wouldn't say natural, real natural players against Spin on proper turning pitches. So... Um, you know, a big test for a few of these guys. Okay. Uh, and to that end, Paul Krishnamurti, do we trust those Merpur stats for runs wages? Yeah, I, I think we do. I, I mean, Ed said four out of 10 were under 200. Um, so by that reckoning, 200 or more should start off about four six. But it won't. I, I'm quite sure if England back first, under 200 will be at least four to one. 
And I think you've got to trust that. And this might also be a good ex example, as we were discussing earlier, where um, to go under mid-partnership because there's every chance if it's slow, a lot of spin, new batsmen are going to struggle to get in and you'll get collapses. Okay, thank you very much. A nugget, please, for betting on ODIs, please. Both um, of you, first Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti. Well, the nugget's just for these conditions, really. I think I think if you do it throughout the series, I think the, it may well pay to back the lower mid order at massive prices. We'll come to the we'll get the details in a second, but I, I just think if we're going to have a low scoring series, a thirty or a forty lower down might well well win you it somewhere along the way. And if you can get twenty twenty five to one thirty three to one on these guys, I think that's the way to go. Okay, thank you. Uh, same to you, Paul. Well, as I said, I think that unders is generally the way to go on the runs. But I also, I think in 50-over cricket, it's important to cover yourself if you if you go in front on that position. So what I always seek to do is to back the line or two below the one that you've laid at a bigger price than the first one you've laid it at. So, for example, if England's that first, I reckon we'll be able to lay 1.66 for uh, 250 or more. I'll try and back 230 or more at 2.2. So, therefore, if it does come in between, I'll make a profit either way. And if it comes in between 230, 250, both bets win. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, coming to Edward Hawkins now for the dirty data on top bats and bowlers, please, Hawkins. Yeah, uh, yeah. Win rates to look out for for Bangladesh top bat. Das in the opening slot, six wins from 21. Uh, excellent record. Mahmudullah next best with five wins from 24. With the ball, Mahedi, Mahas, Mahedi Hassan Miraz, an old favourite of ours. Also worth following on top run score occasionally if you get nice and big prices. But with the ball, seven returns from 23. You might get seven to two or four to one top Bangladesh bowler. Uh, top England bat. Well, there's not much going on win rate, but we'll pick out Sam Curran. Two wins from 12. And Butler, four wins from 18. Very little to write home about for everybody else. OK, thank you very much. Hawkins, um, players to follow, please. Richard Mann throughout the series. Butler, for me, is England's, by far and away, England's best player against spin. If we can get some 9-2, to 5-1, to one, I think he's a bet. Remember, though, he does bat number five in ODIs. He doesn't open like he does in T20. If, if, if we don't get the prices won, I think Sam Curran and if Chris Wokes plays, um, I think those two guys lower down the order. As I say, they're capable of making a 30 and a 40, and that, that might win this market at some point. Okay, same to you, uh, Paul Krishnamurti. Well, Ed's already mentioned our old favourite, Mahidi Hassan Miraz. He's on range all over the place. Like, I'll be interested if we can get 10 to 1 or better about him top back. And um, in, just to endorse what uh, Rich was saying about Sam Curran, I'll certainly back him. I'll certainly back him and Mahidi Hassan Miraz for Man of the Match as a both all rounders. And finally, are we going to get 100 to 1 about Joffre Archer? That's what I've seen in matches recently. The guy can bat, he did some great things in IPL. A couple of years ago, and we've okay. just had a hundred to one winner in the New Zealand England series, didn't we, with Tim Salvey? So it can be done. Mm. It can be done, especially if we're talking one hundred and seventy-five score, and that's that's totally possible that um, you can win that with thirty. Okay, thank you very much, guys. That is excellent stuff. Now, towards the end of the show, as we reach the end of the show, let's have a look at our brand new best bet section.
Right, best bet time now. Richard Mann and Paul Krishnamurti have five units to spend, and they are currently busying themselves as we speak, working out those picks. But before that, we thought it was time to hear your best bets. So, Edward Hawkins, who is in the hot seat this week? Yep, at Nilberg Cricket, a great follow on Twitter. So go and check him out. Uh, he's got some good angles on cricket betting. He's also got five units to spend this week, so pencils at the ready on Thursday. He's going 2.6 units. Lahore, highest partnership v. Quetta in the PSL. That's five to six with Sportsbook. Same game, one unit. Mohamed has name, top Quetta bowler. Then India versus Australia. He's got one point. Rohit, first innings, ton at five to one with Betfair Sportsbook. Then he's going 0.6 units on Abdullah Shafiq. Man of the match in that Lahore Quetta game, around about 14 to 1 with Betfair Sportsbook. Okay, thank you very much. Some crackers in there. Maybe we should have Wednesdays on, perhaps. So let's go over to Paul Krishnamurti and Richard Mann now, under some pressure as they reveal their best bets. Paul Krishnamurti, you first. I'll have uh, one point on Shreyas Iyer, top India first innings back against Australia. Yeah, I'm going to have two points. Bangladesh to beat England in the first ODI at 3.05. I'll have one point. Virat Kohli, man of the match. India be Australia. Yeah, and I'm going back to that test match. I'm going to have one point. Rohit Sharman, man of the match. I will have um, 1.5 points on under 225 first innings runs in the second match between England and Bangladesh. And I'm going to have one point on no century in the match at 7-2 to two in the Australia versus India third test. Right, Lahore v uh, Quetta on Thursday. Uh, one point, Safraz Ahmed, top Quetta bat, and half point, Mohamed Nawaz at 14-1. And I'm just going to have my final unit in the India-Australia test match. Mike, I'm going to go one point under on Alex Carey's ones line. So whatever that is, as he comes to the crease, I'll be playing under. Thank you very much. Richard Mann is plus 5.3. Paul is minus 17.5. Can Nelberg Cricket take them down? Give him a follow at Nelberg Cricket on Twitter. That's cricket only better done for you. All these games covered on betting.betfair. Do check it out. And we'll be back next week for more best bets and best angles with cricket only better. See you then.